Blair from New York. It's Ask an Engineer. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask an Engineer. It's me, Lady Ada, the engineer. And with me is Mr. Lady Ada on camera control, a perfect human being running the show perfectly every time. We've got an exciting show for tonight. We are broadcasting live from the Adafruit headquarters in downtown Manhattan. So we all do our testing, shipping, manufacturing, kitting, videoing, tutorializing, supporting of all the electronic and robotics goodies that you love to use in your projects and arts and studies and all that good stuff. Right now, everything's chill here. Everyone's gone home except for us two. We're stuck here because we have no home to go to. We live here. <laughs> uh, we're going to have an hour full of fun and news and maybe, you know, some, it's not out yet, don't ask, whatever. We got, it's, all, it's all here. It's all happening. So why don't you tell them yep. what's on tonight's show? On tonight's show, the code is NEOWING. It'll all make sense soon. But the code gets you 10% off in the Adafruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern time for everything except for Codecademy, Adabox, and gift certificates. It supports us, an open source hardware company, 100% woman-owned manufacturing company in New York City. Are there any others? I have not been told on Twitter that I'm wrong, so therefore I must be right. Mm. So um, this is it, folks. If you like seeing a uh, open source manufacturing company that's completely independent, the only way to make this continue to happen is if you buy something, when you buy something, use the code NEWING so you save some money and then we can uh, get some money and then we can pay all the people who work here. We don't have BC or loans or funding, so That's this right. is it. Okay. People around the world showing and sharing their project. Show and tell. Lady will talk about who's on the show and tell and the project they shared. JP's workshop will do a couple previews and a make code minutes. We have some Python on hardware. Some help wanted from the Adafruit Jobs Board. You can post your skills and get the dream job. Or job. you job. can be a company and be uh, looking out for folks. How do you get them? Well, the Jobs Board. It's free. Time travel. Uh, we'll look around the world of makers, hackers, artists, engineers, things that are going on. 3D printing. We got a sped up video and a special Blue Fruit video we'll show. Got some made in New York City factory footage. We got some new products. We got some top secret. And we will answer your questions. We do that over on Discord. You can go there now and throughout the show, but at the end is when we answer the questions. So go to adafruit.it slash Discord. Join all 16,000 of us over there. All that and more on, you guessed it, Ask Yay! Okay, so let's uh, pay some bills for all these folks with skills. Code's NeoWing, don't forget. Um, also, we have free stuff, so as you free, check free, free, out... Free, free, free. You can get free stuff. What are the free things? I'll tell them all about it. $99 yeah. or more, you get free perm proto half-size breadboard. It's the same size and shape as a solderless breadboard, so you can take your project after you prototyped it, solder it onto the perm proto, and it's nice and sturdy. Got nice gold pads and silk screen, red and blue marks on it. Love them. People use them all the time. That's free with your order of $99 or more. $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. That's free shipping in the continental United States. Trackable, insured. UPS, it's our preferred method of domestic uh, shipping in the United States, so you'll get that free. And $2.99 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express. That's our all-in-one development board with NeoPixels, buttons, sensors, microphones, buzzers, capacitive touchpads, runs Arduino, CircuitPython, Code.org, Chef Discoveries, MicroLisp, TeenyGo, MakeCode, Maker Blocks. There's so much stuff you can do with it. Oh, uh, yeah, like hundreds of projects. And uh, all we have is photos of kids around the world learning how to code with Python or MakeCode or Arduino using a yeah. Circuit Playground Express. It's awesome. Yeah, we'll show some of that tonight. For shipping, uh, Continental US use UPS. 
For uh, mysteries and more, use postal service because it occasionally disappears for a while, but generally it comes back. It gets there, oh, so a little low cost, but just know what you're getting into. And then international DHL. Great. In New York City, if you check out before 11 a.m. and it's a zip code that's in Manhattan, you can get it same day. People around the world showing sharing their projects. Lady Ada, who was on the show and tell this week, and what did they share? We had a jam-packed show and tell. A lot. a lot of people came by. Melissa showed off a coming soon. It's a Bluetooth dashboard demo for our Bluetooth-enabled devices. Uh, we can transmit sensor data or receive messages for buttons and NeoPixels um, through a web Bluetooth dashboard. This is a, the only way we could figure out to do a completely cross-platform Bluetooth GUI. Um, inspired by the Arduino dashboard they did for an IoT event. Um, we're like, that looks so cool. So we're um, doing one for our boards as well. Uh, and Melissa is going to publish that up soon with, of course, all open source code. Non Pedro are working on a guitar preview. It's got all these key buttons. It's got like a whammy bar. It's got like a strum plate. Uh, that's a, a, a collab with uh, Liz Blitz City, and it's made with a uh, Grand Central. So that's going to be coming out next couple of weeks. Uh, it looks totally bitchin'. JP uh, has um, a demo for an upcoming guide. This is the uh, Bluetooth SensorNet, a collaboration with Scott. Um, this code allows you to use one of our Bluetooth boards as a sensor node that broadcasts data like temperature, humidity, uh, barometric pressure, light, whatever sensors are on the board. And then we're using a Raspberry Pi running a Python script to uh, listen for that um, broadcasted sensor data collect it and then upload it to Adafruit IO. So a way of making a Bluetooth Low Energy sensor node network, which I think is gonna be really neat because Bluetooth Low Energy has a pretty good range. I think we did range testing with the Circuit Playground Bluefruit and we got like a couple hundred feet um, outdoors and you know it works well uh, indoors as well. Uh, and everyone's got a Raspberry Pi, which would make for a great Bluetooth to Wi-Fi gateway. So check out, um, Tomorrow is going to be JP's workshop. He's going to show that off. And then next week's or later, earlier next week's guide will probably be the Bluetooth sensor node. Phil B is uh, rewriting one of our oldest uh, libraries, the RGB matrix library. It's so old, it doesn't even have Adafruit in the name. That's how old it is. Wow. Because Yeah, it's like, which only like three or four sensors we have don't have Adafruit in the name because we started that very soon because we found it was very confusing if we didn't. Um, but he's rewriting the matrix code. It's going to be um, optimized for higher power, higher memory devices because the RG matrix library was written for the Arduino Uno, uh, which is very minimal. It does work on the Uno, but it's not designed to work. Uh, it's so optimized for low power, low memory. It's not uh, good for high power, high memory devices. And so he's making it um, have uh, you know more flexibility in how you lay out the panels, um, bigger bit depth, and also. Uh, splitting it apart in a way so that it can be integrated into CircuitPython so we can have RGB matrices in CircuitPython. I'm sure everyone is going to love that. Uh, Brian uh, has killed Baby Yoda. No, he saved Baby Yoda. Uh, created Baby Yoda. Or created Baby Yoda. Yeah. By, um, actually, Vanessa did a lot of the work of making Yeah, if you want to see one of the best sculptures of, yeah. of Baby Yoda, check out the show and tell. See, there's, you, we saw it in, at the Toy Fair presentation, and everyone's like, how can I get one of these Baby Yoda um, like vinyl dolls, you can't. But if you're Brian and Vanessa, you have yeah. one because they molded their own and they painted it and it looks amazing. Uh, they also have a couple one-offs that don't have eyes, which is really creepy. Um, looks great and uh, they can parade it around and uh, make everybody jealous. That's right. um, next up, Scott previewed um, 
a new translation for CircuitPython number 5x um, release candidate zero just came out. Uh, and also they're adding Arabic as a translation, which is uh, super neat. It's the first um, right to left language that we're supporting in CircuitPython. So that's kind of a new experiment. Also, it's a, you know, a ligature based um, language where the characters, you know, you have to, to, to print the uh, words and characters. You want them to, to bind together in the right way and just with variations. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how we support the translations for Arabic so far. So good. The hardest part is just finding a terminal that can handle both right to left and left to right text. Dylan uh, is in Orlando visiting a makerspace where he met Andrea, who is um, heading up an Impact Award, uh, working with Able Gamers to create Freedom Wings. Um, it's a cool makerspace. Like it's a makerspace that's part of a school, it seems like, and there's like a first robotics team, there's electronics, an electrical uh, debugging lab. I mean, this is a really amazing um, school slash makerspace in Orlando, and uh, it looks like they're doing some really neat stuff and working really hard, way harder than I did when I was in school, that's for sure. Uh, Liz came by, of course, showed that uh, guitar project on a breadboard, also a step counter. Uh, Matt gave us an update on his surface dials, 3D printed now with a wood fill. He showed some demos of it being used with a graphics drawing program. Flavio uh, built an 8x8 Neo Trellis, also a Philby creation. Uh, he used an ESP32 feather in it to make a Wi-Fi button board. So it doesn't make music. Instead, it can send or receive messages over MQTT, which is neat. And speaking of MQTT, Richard has a scarf that um, is barely powered, but sends messages through his phone to Adafruit.io or other MQTT services, uh, which is one of the capabilities we have with our Bluefoot app. That's right. All participants on the show and tell get an as seen on the show and tell sticker email support at adafruit.com if you are a kid please have a parental guardian like unit send off that email it's part of our adafruit live series of shows jp show tomorrow is 4 p.m eastern time check it out a um, couple previews uh this is a little bit of the beacon stuff from uh during the week and last week And here is a little bit of a preview of what's coming up this week. And best thing to do if you have a Circuit Playground Express or if you like to experiment and you have a Circuit Playground Express Bluefruit, uh, you can use my code. Um, but a Circuit Playground Express, plug it into your computer, go to makecode.com or just go to um, makecode.adafruit.com and you can immediately start doing block editing. Even if you've never coded before, it's designed for beginners. Every week, JP does a Makecode Minute and here is last week's Makecode Minute. Yay! For the Makecode Minute today, what I've done is I have created a voltmeter for my Circuit Playground Express right inside of Make Code. And what I'm using it for, you could use it to measure voltage uh, and just tell you, let's say, the health of a battery. Um, but I'm actually using it with a synthesizer. So I have a uh, Winterbloom Soul, uh, which is a MIDI to CV uh, uh, 
module that uses CircuitPython, and that is talking to some other synth gear. Okay, so what you're gonna notice is I'm gonna adjust the rate of the what you see as that blinking red light, and that is this low-frequency oscillator that's kind of changing a wave folder. It's changing sort of the, the uh, harmonics of the, of the wave that you're hearing. Okay, so what you'll see here in Make Code is that I have a fairly simple setup, and it's actually more complex than it needs to be because I wanted to be able to change the colors. So I've got some uh, setup blocks here with a variable for which color component I'm using. And then I have a uh, button A input that changes my color component, uh, and it kind of keeps that within 0, 1, and 2. Uh, and then this is the, the sort of interesting bit. I'm setting a variable called voltage to be a map of the analog read of pin A2, which I'm mapping the values as an analog read, so it goes from 0 to 1023, and I'm mapping that from 0 to 255, which is the level of brightness on one of the color components for my RGB uh, NeoPixels. And then uh, lastly here, I'm just picking which of these am I using, depending on which... Um, number of times I've pressed my button, I'm either changing the red, the green, or the blue uh, to keep pace with my low-frequency oscillator. And now I'll press the A button and it'll switch from red to green, and I press it again and I'll go to blue. Uh, so that's a way to use the Circuit Playground Express to measure voltage, which in this case is an intrinsic part of this kind of uh, modular synthesizer setup that I have going on, uh, all set up right inside of Make Code running on the Circuit Playground Express. And that is your Make Code Minute. And just a reminder, tomorrow at 4 p.m., GP's workshop. Okay, let's do some Python on hardware. Yay, it's Blinka time! It's Blinka time. Uh, first up, Morgan Stanley has a Morgan Stanley makerspace program, and uh, we posted up in our latest newsletter, uh, they have a circuit playground, what circuit Python thing you're doing. So lots of kids getting hardware, able to fill their makerspaces with electronics so they can learn how to code. Uh, check and it colorful out. LEDs. Look at it. It looks so yeah. cool. And if you want to check it out, um, they're not just putting this on a separate Twitter account. This is on twitter.com slash Morgan Stanley. So you know it's a big deal when the, the big companies are doing stuff with kids and code and makerspaces and they use their main account, not like, you know, the, the, the name of the, the bank or whatever, like yeah. gives. You know, no, this is their, they're, they're fully behind this. So Yay. very cool to see Morgan Stanley doing this. Um, next up. The latest issue of Hackspace magazine is out. We have um, a lot of the articles posted on our site that you can go and read. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, if you subscribe, you can go and uh, use the Hackspace, uh, hackspacemag.cc yep. slash Adafruit and subscribe. But it's Python on hardware, and uh, that's one of the big articles in there. Drew wrote it from um, Osh Park. And he Open loves it because it's like microcontrollers microcomputers, everything is supported. Yeah. And um, they definitely have a lot of Python code and projects in Hackspace every month. It's a monthly magazine. So subscribe. Yeah. They're coming to the US. So check that out. And uh, in addition to all the Python on hardware stuff in there and using Python to control LEDs, there's Design of Oz with Fusion 360, makes things with toothpicks, add audio to Raspberry Pi projects, and 3D print strong parts. Next up. 
Uh, this is kind of neat. If you've ever wanted to uh, get the measurements out of a caliper mm. and use them in some way, either to store them or do something with it with a out, uh, with an external device, um, CircuitPython measures up. There's a CircuitPython library for parsing data out of a uh, Mitsutoyo, Mitsutoyo yeah. Digimatic instrument like calipers or micrometers. And this is great for, especially if you're doing a lot of automated measurements. You don't want to have one person recording and one person you know, measuring, you can just have it all happen automatically from your calipers. During Engineers Week, uh, DigiKey did a really neat thing. They had, um, and I'll just uh, show the video and we'll just talk over it. They had a girls' night out for Engineering Week and this year uh, they hosted one for all the young women in their area to increase interest in STEM. They learned how to program a circuit playground from Adafruit, that's us. They used MakeCode, they used CircuitPython, they used things to build uh, projects that they can keep for later, and the staff helped out. So this is a really good example of one of our partners uh, doing something that scales really. For us, we can't really do workshops in our space and all that, but this is something they did. So this is really neat to see. So thank you, DigiKey, for being such a great partner and very cool work. And look at all these projects uh, that they were able to do. I love how all these girls, like they have their own interests and backgrounds and experiences. And so when they become interested in electronics or engineering, they're going to come with yeah. their own, you know, information and, and, and background. And it won't just be like what they learned in school. It'll yeah. be like these kinds of events that give them inspiration to design new and interesting electronics. Next up uh, on Hackaday, they had new part day and oh, the things you can do with a clue, so check that over on Hackaday. They uh, have a new part feature, and they had the clue on there. Next up, um, over on Oshpark, there is a post about Circuit Brains Deluxe, which packs Circuit Python into a one-inch square. Yeah, handy. Some other things that are happening. Um, this is something we've been noticing. This is a tweet from uh, Isaac Kelly. My first Hello World in maybe a decade, but maybe I'm finally around, uh, finally getting around to playing with Circuit Python. Uh, it's impressively straightforward and definitely the most pleasant code on microcontroller experience they had. That's what we were going for. Um, we don't know this person. They just tweeted it out. We saw it. We saw it. This is neat because that's what we like to hear. Even if you haven't been doing a, any type of coding or hello world in 10 years, if you could do something um, this easy, this fast, super cool. Um, also, uh, this is maybe a more advanced engineer, maybe someone who's been doing this. And uh, this is from Jordan. Most of my firmware flashing experiences require specialized software and often serial cable. It's frustrating and error prone. For CircuitPython, you plug it in via USB and it shows up as disk. You copy a file to a flash to flash the new firmware. This is so simple and good. That's I have it. like six different DFU upload programs on my Windows computer, and they're all completely incompatible. <laughs> yeah. I listen to Lemoore's computer all the time. It goes, That's all it does. And you have to reboot sometimes. I know. Um, this is kind of cool. Cedar Grove's learning how to use the CircuitPython display I.O. Uh, first to make text and labels, then an animated battery monitor, sprite, and an automatic DST for the attached RTC real-time clock. Oh, this is a nice little display. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of neat. Bright wearables is a geek mom. Uh, makes wearables and things that happen to use uh, 